comes to everyone. Let's meditate on Brahman, all-pervading, which is everywhere, in everything. To meditate on Brahman, pure awareness, we have to bring the same mind which goes outwardly indulging in the world. Same mind needs to be in and not partly, but completely. So this whole journey starts with yam and niyam, rules and restraint. Without that, nothing is possible. We have our sense organs, eyes, smell, taste, touch, hearing. All these are bhaiya mukhi, which means they perceive external world. And that is important to interact in this world. Their purpose is to make sure you understand what is happening around us. But the impure mind, because of desires, abuses all these sense organs, spends whole life in abusing these sense organs. And we have so much of variety to abuse them now. I remember when we were kids, there were hardly any movies. 
black and white television, one movie in a week. Now there are hundreds of channels you can keep watching day and night. And it's not costly, people can afford. And not just the movies, there is everything to watch. You can keep indulging with these eyes. And next hundred lives will be not enough to watch what your mind wants to watch. Same is with your ear, nose, taste, touch. In this all indulgence, we cannot satisfy these sense organs. We become slave of these sense organs. And when the death is near, we are full of fear. We don't even know who am I, why I was doing all this. Our desires don't finish. But the body becomes old. We are unable to fulfill our desires and we get frustrated. This is the life of common man. A worldly person, a sansari, put all energy to earn money. To please these senses, nothing else. More you please, more they want. You think you get happiness when you please these sense organs. Each pleasure gives rise to suffering. Who understands this? Then one fine day we get frustrated with all this drama, all these efforts, and we want to look within. We have to use the same attention which is projecting outwardly to look within, to become antarmukhi, looking within. So two things happen at the same time. We have dispassion for all the sensory enjoyments and indulgence. Vairagya. And we have longing, mumukshutva, to know that self, that Brahman. Longing to know that divine. You detach from the word. And you try to attach to this divine within our heart. And then the journey begins. But if someone wants to know the self and also wants to continue, all this worldly pleasures running after it, it will never happen. It needs 100% commitment. That is the only rule, nothing else. You're longing to know it. We come across people who get it without longing or it happens spontaneously without any type of practice. But you ask any of them, they will say they have done practice in the past. Bhagwan is also no exception. He said innumerable number of times that he did whatever it needs to be done to get there. Though not in this life, but the practice was there, this time it was just going to happen. 
He heard the name Arunachala in November 1895 and in July 1896 it happened. It's a 180 degree shift, turning within. When I say that, people ask what will happen with my mortgage, my job. I have two diseases, ten diseases in this body. I'm busy with body. I'm having issues with my relationships. What will happen to my kids? As if turning within, meeting the divine within, will create more problems in our life. We trust our ego so much so that we cannot surrender. Life dependent on ego, we have messed whole life. And we know that. But for supreme bliss and mukti, when someone says leave it, then all our attachments take over. And we call it our responsibility. I need to do this, I need to do that, how it will happen. Not understanding all what is happening is because of the Absolute. He is not just taking care of one body. He is taking care of everything. All these birds, plants, animals, everything, all beings, including human beings. Even all the energy in the body by which we do things is provided by it. But somewhere this doership comes. Ahankar. Apart from this ego, there is no other problem. So problem is within and solution is also within. No need to blame external circumstances. External circumstances are also created by this ego, good or bad. And the journey within is just flipping it. Paying attention to the pure silence within. How do we recognize Brahman, which is all pervading? Again, People have their own concepts and they don't want to leave. Some say everything is Brahman, so I just enjoy. I go to parties, I give parties, I love, I love nature, I go for walks, 
and I love going to different places. Everything is Brahman, so I just fully enjoy. Who is this I? This I exists as long as we don't question it. The moment we question this I, this I disappears. If we want to find this Brahman which is all-pervading, first we have to find within us. Origin of this pure Self is in our heart. Once we know it here, we know everywhere. Sometimes when we are lost, we are trying to go somewhere and we don't know where we are. We sometimes go back and start from where we started to retrace the steps to make sure that the way we reached here, we should go back the same way. Come to the origin, source. Don't keep finding that source outside. So many people do this. It is more hard to stay still and find within than going on a pilgrimage or reading a book doing some other rituals. Because doership is not ending. Ego wants to do something and then achieve. And this is the whole problem. The whole practice is to dissolve this ego, nothing else. What is self-inquiry? Who is doing self-inquiry? Why we are doing it? Self-inquiry is nothing but looking inside to dissolve this fake ego and to get established as self which is always there. Our job is to finish the ego, individuality. That person who is suffering, who is happy, who is doing, who has relationships, who is enjoying, whatever this I does, we never challenge this I. 
life keeps going so many things happening around us those things have impressions on our mind so thought comes about those things if we scrutinize all these thoughts they all start with the feeling that this has happened to me this has happened to that this has affected me there is always i and me to create a story in our mind meditate on that awareness which is impartial neutral which is before this i and this way we can transcend this i because now when we are that impartial witness i and mind and ego and tricks of the mind they all all are so clear to us we get a panoramic view staying as a witness to everything to thoughts to feelings to emotions with intense devotion to this awareness brahman we get detached from all this iamness this ahankar vritti this egoistic nature it starts dissolving it cannot stay in the light of consciousness we are nothing we are not a body we are not a mind all this belongs to maya only matter matter is changing it comes and goes comes in different forms and then disappears staying as a witness this knowledge dawns on us that we are this unchanging awareness nothing else and we become one with that pure silence which is all pervading which is source of sound source of form source source of all celestial things all this projection of mind is also coming from there pure conscious awareness when get conditioned with the filter of mind which is full of desires attachments latent impressions it gives rise to this world 
This is the reason why everyone's word is different. People even living together can perceive different world because it is their own projection of mind. Understand this profound truth that everything comes from within, including this whole world. It appears to be external, but it is coming from this only, from your heart. Without awareness, there is no world. Awareness is the source. We are that awareness. When we get firmly established in this awareness by constant efforts, then we are completely unaffected by all what is happening in the external world of forms. External word can be same of a worldly person and a realized person. But worldly person is getting affected by things around him or her all the time and have deep interest in different things, passionate about them can feel bad if those things are removed or goes away, can be in deep sorrow. But for a realized being, things stay, go, add or get deleted. He is unaffected, though he can play his role as an actor in this movie and can behave appropriately. Like there is no need to say no one has died when a person has left the body. You still send your condolences, you behave whatever the rules of society are. You go through the traffic light, you stop 
on a traffic light. You do those things, this is nothing, it is not an obstacle. in our liberation. But while we do these things, keep your energy as awareness. Not as I am the doer, I am doing. Sometimes we make concepts about God. We also make concepts about how to achieve this liberation. And sometimes we also have concepts about what is liberation. And then ego wants to achieve the way our mind thinks about liberation. And then we are stuck up. This whole thing is play of energy only. When this energy is in bondage of a body-mind complex, we call it ego. When it realizes that why to do slavery of this body-mind? Just because I'm using it? Once we become aware of this truth, we become observer, we become mature, and the wisdom dawns on us. We stop reacting to things. This needs patience. Because if we start behaving as an observer, all the world which our mind has created, it will continue with the momentum for a while. And all our previous actions as doership, in doership, will reap their results, fruits. Because law of karma never fails. If we have misbehaved, cheated people or hurt people, it has to come back. And if this is your freedom, this birth is your freedom, you have to go through. When I say you, this body, 
But if you are free, all the suffering to the body is not to you. And you are unaffected. But the body has to go through all that law of karma. Ego, that entity in us, which is only our own creation, eventually leads to suffering to the body, which is insentient. Body has not done anything wrong. It is the egoistic driver in the body with bad intentions has done wrong. It is like someone driving a car and your car hits another car. Driver will be punished, isn't it? But if there is no driver, then who will be punished? So suffering lasts till this driver lasts. Let's say someone has done some crime and before the verdict comes, he or she dies then how can you punish to whom? Living in the body, death of the ego is finishing of the story of this body forever. Who keeps storage of all the memories? Who gets nostalgic about things? Who plans the future? Who is in relationship? Who is full of desires? Who has responsibilities? Who is this I? We are pure awareness, unmoving still. Nothing but supreme bliss with all pervading peace in it. It cannot be shown. It can only be realized. How do you experience silence? 
when you stop talking, when there is no noise, All the noise in the head is nothing but our desires, our separate small world which ego has created, world of lust. There's a world of Lord and the world of lust which we created. So to move from lust to Lord, you have to give up lust, then Lord is already there. How to make it happen quickly? Find like-minded seekers, sincere, honest, humble, spiritual aspirants. They all carry profound energy. Be with them. Be in that energy with satsang. Be in your own solitude. Understand how mind functions by observing it. And don't be part of it when it tries to act smart, fooling others. We all know that. Keep energy in your heart. A day comes in every seeker's life when everything just drops. And the effect also drops. All your effort drops. It is natural, it is effortless. One day the one who is putting effort disappears. Reality is non-duality. All is one. Pure Self.
create an addiction to this pure silence. Be with this pure silence. To the exclusion of everything. When the silence is profound, all thoughts dissolve in it. Iamness dissolves. Everything disappears in it. The word what is appearing to us becomes hazy, loses its meaning. This word can only deceive us as long as we stay as ego. The moment we inquire, we scrutinize the whole situation honestly, incessantly. Grace in our heart opens up the truth and brings us in. Though it appears to be a rare event, But it can happen to all of us. If this is the only desire we have. Even if all of us get, at this moment, still, it's a very small number among billions of people. We are that truth which we are looking for That Bhagwan which we adore I kept a picture it's not external it is within us all of us are there it is just symbolic so it is a reminder that this is what we all are that pure self To find that Bhagwan, only ways to give up all the bhog, from bhog to Bhagwan, if we are after bhoga, all our energy is going into the senses. 
This is the same energy which we have to conserve to bring it here. Go so deep in your own silence that everything looks irrelevant. Then how will you get any thought if everything is irrelevant? Thoughts affect us when we have interest in things. Without interest, no thought can come to us. During Bhagwan times, sometimes there were performances at the ashram. Some musician came who was very renowned musician of Carnatic music played some instrument and people asked Bhagwan how beautiful it was, how nice it was, you must have enjoyed. And Bhagwan said, I knew when he came in and I knew when he ended. But I don't know in the middle what he did. He said, this takes up all my time. What can I do? And we pay tickets to go to those concerts. And then we say, how, oh, how beautiful it was, this music, piece of music. And this person came and everyone was mesmerized. In front of him, it is happening, performing. He has no clue. These small glimpses from his life can tell us how much he was absorbed in that self. That the best piece of music was played in front of him, he has no clue. And then we want liberation and keep indulging, paying big dollars to watch everything, listen everything, taste everything, and then want liberation also. What a joke.
less we have our personal desires more we are close to the source no desires only thing left is brahman because desires are created only by ahankar ego i amness person no one else this ghost sitting in our mind and talking to us and suggesting us is there because of this i go beyond this i give up this i stop helping the sai in whatever the sai wants your help stay as a witness Gandhi ji used to do lot of asahyog andolan which means he used to have those movements in which he is not helping for any new law or rules which was not right for the people we can also do the same within us not helping this ego to achieve its desires not helping not be accomplice to it just watch just be an observer and see how easily how quickly silence will take over everything me with this silence om namo bhagavate shri arunachal ramaya om om shanti 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 thank you everyone